Jeff, I need more. I need you to start treating me like the pest control guy treats me. Oh, come on. He listens to me. Ever since he started using Constant Contact, he uses analytics to understand what offers I really want. What does he have that I don't? A well-designed digital marketing platform that makes his small business more effective. Wow, I didn't even know you cared about analytics. Get into a serious business relationship. Constant Contact, all the digital marketing tools you need. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. We dive into history tonight into the Cynocephali, the dog-headed men, idolent men of war or werewolves. Now they've been described in many ways and most people have heard of werewolves, upright canids, bipedal canines, dogmen, whatever name you want to give them. Um, but few, and myself, have heard of the ancient race of dog-headed men. And I was very lucky that somebody sent over an article to me about it. And I've been having a read through it and I thought I'd share it with you. And these dog-headed men, as I say, were known as the Cynocephali. A Cynocephalus was essentially a man with the head of a dog. Now, these men could understand language, but they had no ability to speak and were said to communicate by barks and sign language. Though they are sometimes depicted in artwork as being very civilised, almost monk-like, there were other reports where they're described as savage beasts who live to hunt and kill. While this may sound like just another mythical creature, just a tale told around campfires to scare people away from the woods, there are some very good reasons to believe that these cynocephali may have actually existed. One reason we think they existed is that these dog-headed men were described in reports by famous explorers such as Christopher Columbus and Marco Polo. Around 400 BC, a very famous Greek physician wrote the following passage and it was translated to English from Greek and it describes the tribes of Senocephalus. They speak no language but bark like dogs and in this manner make themselves understood to each other. Their teeth are larger than those of a dog and their nails like those of these animals, but they are longer and rounder. They inhibit the mountains as far as the rivers in Jus. I don't know what that means, to be honest. Their complexity is swarthy. They are extremely just, like the rest of the Indians with whom they associate. They understand the Indian language, but are unable to converse and they will bark and make signs with their hands and fingers by way of reply. They live on raw meat and they number around about 120,000. Now the Sinocephali living on the mountains do not practice any trade, but live by hunting. When they have killed an animal, they roast it in the sun. They also rear numbers of sheep, goats and asses. They will drink the milk of sheep, um, whey that is made from it. They eat the fruit of the sip 
Tacaro, where ancient Greece where ancient Greece amber is procured since it is so sweet. They also dry it and keep it in baskets as the Greeks keep their dried grapes. They make rafts which they load with fruit together with well cleaned purple flowers and eat 260 talents of amber with the same quantity of the purple dye and 1000 additional talents of amber which they send annually to the king of India. They exchange the rest for bread, flour and cotton and with the Indians from whom they also buy swords for hunting wild beasts, bows and arrows, being very skillful in drawing the bow and hurling the spear. Now they cannot be defeated in war since they inhabit lofty and inaccessible mountain ranges. Every five years, the King of India sends them a present of 300,000 bows and as many spears, 120,000 shields and 50,000 swords. They do not live in houses, but they live in caves. They set out for the chase with bows and spears, and as they are very swift of foot, they pursue and soon overtake their quarry. The women have a bath once a month. The men do not have a bath at all, but only wash their hands. They anoint themselves three times a month with oil made from milk, and they wipe themselves with skins. The clothes of men and women alike are not skins with the hair on, but skins tanned and very fine. The richest wear linen clothes, but they are very few in number. They have no beds, but they sleep on leaves of grass. He who possesses the greatest number of sheep is considered to be the richest. And so in regard to their possessions, all, both men and women, have tails above their hips, like dogs, but they are much longer and much more hairy than a dog's. They are just and live longer than any other men, up to 170 years, sometimes as old as 200 years old. Now as it stated, the dog-headed men were said to be fierce warrior tribes, and they also traded with the few humans they trusted. They were reported to live primarily in India and Northern Africa, but were seen in many places in between. Perhaps the most famous Sinocephalus is Christopher Saint, Christianity's Saint Christopher, who was described in several texts as having the body of a man, but the head of a dog. Not only that, but originally the future saint was said to have been a wild and fierce warrior who was captured in battle in Serenica. Not only was this creature a very large man with a dog's head, but he came from a warrior tribe of dog-headed men who looked similar to him. According to Christian mythology, he eventually met Jesus Christ and learned the error of his former ways. He repented and became baptised and eventually received statehood and the gift of human appearance. Multiple historical images show St. Christopher as having the head of a dog. Now the great explorer, as I said, Marco Polo, also mentions the Sinocephali, and he mentions them indirectly while describing his travels to the island of Anjamanian. I think I've probably got that wrong. Now Anjamanian is a very large island, he said. The people are without a king, and they are idolaters and no better than wild beasts. 
and I assure you, all the men of the island of Anjanmain, I can't get that, have heads like dogs and teeth and eyes likewise. In fact, in the face, they are all just like big mastiff dogs. They have a quantity of spices, but they are most, they are very cruel and most generation, I don't know what that means, and they eat everybody that they can catch, if not of their own race. One can't help but wonder if this ancient race of dog-headed humanoids are related to the various type of semi-wolf, semi-human creatures such as the werewolf that we hear of. When considering the history of werewolves, this little-known creature may just prove to be a missing link in the mystery of their existence, or an explanation on why the world over has the story told for thousands of years of dog-headed men. Even now, in 2019, dogmen and bipedal canines are still reported. No one knows for sure what happened to this small but powerful race. It is believed that as the empires around them expanded, they were killed off. They were most certainly a warrior tribe, and they would have preferred death in battle to succumb into another's cultures. Either way, they have disappeared from human view. Perhaps they are still some of them living in caves, awaiting a day where they may return to power. Um, so, Cynocephalus, very strange, isn't it, when you think about it, but the whole world, no matter where you go, has a story of a dog-headed man. Um, and he will go by many names, but the stories are the same, and the descriptions are the same, and I just find it incredibly interesting that, like the woodwoofs and other mythical, so-called mythical creatures, we have had them in our history for millennia um, and we just seem to have forgotten about them um, and there are many many canine deities out there aren't there so once again it's that flip of the coin who's right and who's wrong are they a warring you know idolants as they were called um, these dog-headed men or are they just a race that we don't understand so we put our human philosophy into it and behind it and decide for ourselves what they are when you listen to the descriptions they could almost be two separate races let's put it like that can we put it like that because on one it says that they live in an island um in the sea and that they look like mastiffs and the ones that they mentioned that live in um india that kind of area as it stated have an almost wolf-like face so we could be dealing with two upright bipedal canine type species i suppose i mean i don't know and i don't suppose i'll ever know but um have you heard of the cynocephalus and if you know any more about it get in touch and let me know so until next time thank you very much good night leftovers or the dmv number 97 or house cleaning or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.